It's your boy Tommy via Raw Sex, and we're gonna jump right into it. <sighs> does this does this ever get tiring, y'all? Let me know if it ever gets too tiring for you. Um So the singer slash actress who's part of the duo group, Chloe and Hallie, or Hale, I still don't know how to say it, but if I'm not mistaken, it's Chloe and Hale. Um Chloe Bailey, who has been slowly but surely letting her feminist flag show now for a few years and um but by the way before we even go any further i want to say this because i've been meaning to say this for a while ladies you can't serve two masters you know and anybody male or female black white rich poor gay straight who has ever tried will tell you that at some point you kind of have to pick a side you know there's a reason why midtown atlanta is full of gay churches that well not gay churches but have rainbow flags on a church but a lot of gay people don't go into these churches so they're welcoming these gay people but they don't want to go the reason why the gay people don't want to go to church is because truthfully if you read the bible for what it actually is and you don't try to skip around to appease people at some point they have to be held accountable you know and the difference between um someone who is living in in gay gayness especially gay sexuality Versus someone who might have stole something from the store a couple days ago was when that guy steals from the store. When he's done something from the store, he goes home. He stole. He's not living in it. He don't. He's not like you know consistently stealing. Like it's a one-time sin, right? It's not a consistent one. So, um, ladies, and I use that as an example to show you: you you can't be a feminist, like a a real modern feminist, and also think that you're also going to enjoy being a wife because being a wife to even any half of a shell of a man is going to go against most of your feminist ideology at some point you're going to have to pick or he'll choose and he'll just leave it's at that point both y'all just wasted y'all's time and money right um so you can't just you can't just expect for uh, things to always go your way. I think time has shown you that out of both genders, um, both don't get their way. You know, there is no gender that gets their way. Um, it's And don't ever let anybody tell you that women do or men do. Because see, with women, what I'll say is women will get their way for a while. But time always reveals all things and time exposes all women who think that they can run the muck through this world it always does so you have to mind your feminist modern feminist beliefs you know and start to look at some of them and ask yourself do they really benefit you do they really create a long-term um realm of of positivity that will get you the results in life that you know deep down inside you really want I think most people would admit that they'd rather be with someone than be alone right and as men we know we have to give up our more player ways and thinking that we can just do whatever we want when we get a wife and a lot of y'all think that if you want to have a husband or even just a boyfriend you can still be a feminist and these ideologies just don't mix well another example i give you is i've noticed a lot of black guys who you know want to be activists now 
They want to be positive and, yo, young brothers, we can't do this and brother black man, we can't. But they still gangsters. They still, and it's like, bro, at one point you have to pick one because they cancel each other out. See, you guys are too busy trying to live several different characteristics these days. And everybody's being told, do you and be yourself. And I get that. But sometimes y'all don't even know what you're really supposed to be. You know, Um, you can't be a gangster and an activist, especially not a pro-black activist. How you going to do that? Because what happens when, okay, so you screaming, we got to stop killing the black folks. But then your homeboy go and tell you, man, that nigga owe me some money. I got to go blow his head off. Right. Then what? Are you going to serve any justice to your homeboy who just killed a black? At the end of the day, that's another dead black man. Right. And guess what? The news don't see. The news don't know that Jimmy O. James money. All the news see is, well, there's another dead nigga. There's another shooting in Oakland today. There was another. You see what I'm saying? So you can't you can't be both. At some point, the ideologies cancel each other out. You know, at some point they cancel each other out. You have to decide. Am I going to be a full activist or I'm going to be a street dude? They don't they don't mix well. You know, not when you're actually enforcing the laws and rules and regulations and codes and and just the ways of being of both parties. Now, if you playing with it, you can kind of do both. But if you're going to be serious about both of some, you could do it for a while until stuff gets real. And when stuff gets real and stuff hits the fan, then you have to sit back and say, wow, I can't really. Damn, I'm trying to. And one of them is going to be stronger than the other. And most of these so-called activist gangster dudes like my son, that's really who I'm thinking about, my son. I'm starting to see that he's starting to realize, okay, this activist thing is really where I need to be at. Right. A lot of you feminist women, you got to understand that we live in a society that tells you being a feminist, basically, and being all this other stuff and anti-man and just going out of your way to be anti-man so publicly, so shamelessly, um, is actually more appealing than being a housewife. So you're going to probably lean into what's cooler, what's better, what seems nicer. You see what I'm saying? And for for a lot of y'all, the feminist look I did it on my own I told you guys before these women they need credit I did it on my own I did it on my own I didn't need a man thing you know to because I I feel some type of way I me personally and I have had it happen to me before where I literally pretty much built a woman up and not because not because I felt like I had to not because I felt like you know um, nothing. I wanted anything out of it. I just believed in what she was doing. And as soon as she got into a place of, of uh, we'll just say accomplishment and success and accolade, she stood there and not only did she only thank herself and start spewing feminist ideology that, you know, women don't need men and, and, and we can make it on our own. And even though she did not make it on her own. Not only did I mentally and verbally support this woman, I financially supported what she was doing, right? Not only did she only do that, she turned around and gave thanks to a girl that she met along her journey, you know? And it's just like, okay, cool. I mean, I'm not saying she didn't do no role, but did you forget that you didn't even have that idea in your head? You didn't even have the confidence until I... And this was not a girlfriend of mine, too. So it was fully platonic. So it's just like, you know, you guys... 
have to realize how that might make someone feel. You should know how it, it feels better than anyone else. And this is how I know that the modern woman does not truly believe these things. She's just moving out of spite. You should know how it feels to get behind someone, right? And they turn around and act like they didn't need you. For the longest time, men acted like they did everything on their own. And that's just simply not true. I'm, I am a man that is completely against feminism. And I'm telling you that men have not always done things on their own. That's a lie. And a lot of some of the major decisions that even some of the ancient kingdoms made, it really wasn't the king that made it. It was actually the queen. Not all the time for y'all who like to think, because I know some women out there, yeah, we did all. No, you didn't. So at that point, men and women built this world because those things that happened led to the shaping of civilization today. There was women involved as well. A lot of the time, these men would be in the forefront. You see, they would they would they would be the ones that actually, you know, laid down the law or wrote the laws or did things like that. But they would be turning to their wives, their sisters, their mothers for advice. And if she would have said go left, he would have went in front of the people and said, we're going left. And if she, but hold on now, if you reverse, go to a parallel universe and she would have said, go right. He'd have been like, we're going right. So at that point, she really ultimately made a decision. And I told you guys before, I watched a show and power. The lady was explaining to the young girl, the best power that women have is in allowing men to feel powerful, not trying to overpower them and be like, look at me. I'm the one doing it, but just sitting back and guiding things from the back. Right. And we're going to talk about guiding things from the back today because Chloe Bailey, who always had a little side eye to, by the way, the sister, not so much. But Chloe, I don't know. Right. And we're going to talk about a lot of this today. Chloe Bailey says on her Twitter, she says the way men look, I sound like an old person. that don't know anything about technology on her Twitter, <laughs> on her Twitter, on her tweet, on her Twitter, there, her Twitter. Yes. On her Twitter. The way men think women actually need to need them to win is hilarious. So, fellas, off the muscle, we're a joke to them, right? She said the way men think. I don't know where you guys, who you guys are dealing with, or whatever like that. That you feel like we walk around Earth like women need us to win. We don't have to do that. You know why? Because the proof is in the pudding. So let's look at Chloe specifically. And I've already pulled this up. Sorry, I don't have to really go do anything else. Hold on, you guys. Let me send a text message. Um, so I pulled up a few things here because I wanted to do more research. I didn't want to just start talking out my butt, even though I feel like I could have, but I didn't want to start talking out my butt because the only thing I didn't know for a fact is the first movie I've ever seen Chloe in was, was I believe a Tyler Perry movie. And the last time I checked, Tyler Perry is a man. Um, so this is why men don't have to feel the way Chloe assumes that we feel. And they have, see what it is, fellas and ladies that want to listen, is they have such a defensive uh, stance against men 
that if a man says something to them, they automatically throw in patriarchy and misogyny and you men are doing this just because of you think you're better than women. And it's like almost like an insecurity to a certain extent. It's like, no, I'm just literally the boss of this this job. Like if you if you're if you manage like, a, I don't know, a McDonald's and you like tell your female these days, you tell your female employee, um, I need you to be on the register and she's like but I want to make burgers and fries like well I need you on the register today she's gonna take that as you think I'm a woman I can't do anything and you see what I'm saying and it's like no I just need you on the freaking register like if anything you should be happy that I've made your life easier and then they want these victim cards so much they want their life to be so much harder than it naturally could is men have been looking out for women for how long and they, they took it as we were trying to control them and limit them and it's like okay you want your life to be harder you want your life to have the same life expectancy rate as i do you want your suicide rates to be at w- where men is fine right and we're starting to slowly but surely see that they aren't even physically built to just be doing a million things at once and it's cool for them while they're young and dumb and full of cum but when they start to get older they they do what they do what uh, the brother kevin samuels called hit the wall and that's when reality hits them. Now, the unfortunate thing for women is y'all get to win for so long that when you start to realize that everything you've done in your life literally was a detriment to yourself and it was not self-serving, um, it's usually too late for you, right? You done lost your spunk. You done lost your beauty, which is the, your main asset. You done lost your, and they don't like to hear that, but it's funny they don't like to hear that from men but they'll listen to it from a woman what's the difference not to mention you don't like to hear that but then you turn around and go spend money that you saved on a bbl you go and you go and contribute to a billion dollar industry known as cosmetics like so you you know whether you're trying to impress men or not that your beauty whether it's to the heterosexual man the gay man or the fellow female is very important because you spend more money on your beauty than anybody else which only anybody else is men, right? You spend more money, you spend more time, you get more depressed, you try to come up with all these different serums, right? Don't they always got some, if you rub orange peels on your skin, it'll, it, like, you know, they always know something, right? Like, oh, if you take a, the back of a tire and rub it in your hair, it'll make your hair blacker. <laughs> like, they always know some type of way to make themselves look prettier, skin clearer, breath smell better, teeth whiter, make their breasts sit up. So they know this, but they don't want to hear it. But literally, once again, I don't know if I got to tell you this because the proof is also, once again, in the pudding. So you have this 24-year-old girl saying this, by the way. So I looked up something and found out that the brain actually doesn't develop till, fully develop till 25. Now, what I've been told in the past um, is that the frontal lobe, and I'm, I could be wrong, is the part of the brain that is the most... Uh, has the most say in decision making, right? Decision making. So when Chloe Bailey first started to rise in fame, she wasn't even 24 years old. She just turned 24 July 1st. She's a cancer, like myself. So I'm gonna be really light on it because we, we both we both cancer cancer gang, you know. So I understand sometimes we be just saying stuff and we don't really be knowing what we be saying, right? All right. So it's safe to say that. When Chloe first started becoming the woman that we see her now, when she first hit her peak of first peak of fame, when she first even got on the show, grownish, right? It's safe to say that Chloe was younger than she is. 
probably 20 years old, 19, 18. The first time I ever saw Chloe, which I didn't know it was Chloe I was looking at until late, way later on in life, obviously. She was a little girl. She was a little girl. She was probably eight, nine years old, you know, on the Tyler Perry movies. So um, that's the first time I ever saw her. Right. So I read this because I actually thought it'd be opposite. Um, it says scientists have found an odd difference between the brains of men and women. Y'all ready to hear this? Remember, remember what we were told about women growing up. Remember that. Should I say it? Okay, I'll say it. They said that women are more mature than men. Right? And we just took that as in every way. I, I think it really meant they go through puberty before we do. But um, this is what it says. I'm not making this up. And this article was was released on February 6, 2019. So it's decently recent, right? It says women's brains appear younger than their age. But men's brains appear to be older. When looking at the brains of both sexes of the same chronological age, women's brains were 3.8 years younger and men's brains were 2.4 years older on average. So that means that a man's brain that is 24 years old and a female's brain that is 24 years old, the man's brain is older than hers, right? And when you really look at life and you really take a deep look, you don't don't do it through the eyes of misogyny or hating women or thinking we better than them or thinking we don't need them. And you just look at women, right? And you look at a lot of them, no matter how much education a lot of them have, don't you really, like when you see, like, oh, here's the difference. Here's what I say. When you see a man who has accomplished serious levels of intelligence, right? And he has degrees and he's become a doctor and he's a mentor and he's all these things. You don't usually see these men associated with really childish behavior. But every single person listening right now has to admit you've seen plenty of educated women who were not just basic educated. We're talking, you know, you went up and above and beyond educated women who still do immature things. We just saw a woman. I did an episode about I forgot what her name was. The black lady who has all these degrees. She's 38 years old. And she literally killed six people in California on the street because she was drunk driving and upset with a breakup, which, you know, I don't like to judge people for grieving over breakups. And she's, she was speeding through this street where, I mean, anybody with eyes can see that is the last place you should have been speeding, right? I'm not even from LA. I read a lot of the commentary and a lot of the, 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 you know, the Los Angeles citizens who live in Los Angeles said that is one of the worst streets. If you're going to be punching 90 something, 100 something miles per hour, just with no regard for life. Right. Which shows a sign of immaturity. Right. Um, you 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 might not want to punch it over there on that street, apparently. Right. So I'm like, OK, like I can think of a few places in Atlanta that I know for a fact only an idiot would punch 90, 120 miles just flowing through, not even stopping to look, just driving through a four-way intersection, right? And if no matter where you live, if you live in Detroit or Texas somewhere or Arkansas, you know, you can also think of a few ways, a few streets that it wouldn't be wise, no matter how angry you are, to be punching 90 to 100 something miles per hour just plowing through traffic like you don't give a damn about nobody else. When a man does that, we see that as a sign of huge immaturity. We can look at it in all kind of ways, selfish and, you know, whatever, blah, 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 but immaturity. And when a woman does it, we don't like to throw that word out there, but that is a huge 
sign and reflection of immaturity. Now, I don't think I'm better than no one. And it's not as easy to, I don't want to judge her because I don't know what it feels like to be 38 years old and still never been married and still getting broke up with and things like that, no matter how much I've done in life. Right. So I don't, and I'm not saying it to sound sarcastic. I'm just telling the truth. And a lot of y'all don't know either. So we really don't know what we would do if we was 38 years old. You feel me? But still, nonetheless, these women have shown that no matter how old they get, no matter how whatever, they, they still tend to do a lot of immature things. You see grown women scratching up cars and throwing temper tantrums and breaking stuff and yelling and screaming in the middle of the store. Look at the Karens, right? The Karens, right? For all y'all who think that uh, I don't notice these things, the Karens usually are what? How old? Most Karens are between the ages of 35 and 45 years old. You know, I talked to a, a woman who was the daughter of a very, very prominent celebrity, you know, and the first thing she wanted to do was send me nudes. She was 39 years old. She was 39 years old sending nudes like we're in high school. I'm in my 20s. At the time, I'm 28. And I'm telling her, like, that doesn't impress me. I didn't, I didn't start talking to you to get nudes I thought you'd have some wisdom or something you're like 39 years old trying to send me nudes and stuff talking about you like being choked and I mean like it's like grow up right so I I mean I think it's safe to say you see a lot of childish women out here and they try to cover it up with these suits and boots and I got this and I did this and that and the third but nonetheless at the end of the day science shows that their brains are not fully developed so we have to be a little easy on Chloe, right? Saying this at 24 years old, her brain isn't even fully developed yet. When, she, when she's thinking that way, because clearly if it was, she would have thought back to things like this, what I'm about to mention now. Okay. So Chloe is signed to Parkwood Entertainment and Columbia Records, right? So uh, Parkwood Entertainment, I will say I've done my research on them, is pretty much ran by a woman. And women. It's ran by Beyonce herself and another woman. I forgot the woman's name, right? Um, actually, here I can just show you her name. Uh, key people Beyonce knows Carter is a founder, chairwoman, and CEO. So this is actually Beyonce's record label, right? Um, who, when you think about it, who would Beyonce be without the help of some men? So once again, it's, I mean, y'all take it as this whole men have to help us and they think that we, but at the end of the day, it's just naturally, unfortunately for you, we have, and it looks like based on the fact that y'all aren't really trying to infiltrate any behind the scenes type things, we're going to run infrastructure. So therefore we're more than likely, yes, we're going to always be the gatekeepers to your success. You can sing all you want, right? You could be the best. My dad used to always tell me growing up. For every Kanye West, there's a million Kanye West, right? So you can rap as good as you want. You can be as pretty as you want, have the biggest breast, biggest ass. But if a man doesn't open that door, it just kind of stays stagnant. Now, we see this so much with this whole life is is pro-life type mentality of these girls who are doing OnlyFans, they're stripping, they're, you know, and they really think that it's a woman thing. And it's like, who do you, who's buying your OnlyFans? Who's following you on Instagram? 
I've sat there and actually done my research on a lot of major Instagram models and found out that majority of their followers are men. How do they get these brand ambassador deals? How do they get these promo deals? Through these companies seeing that you have a lot of followers. Now, truthfully, I don't know why they get off trying to sell female products when majority of her customer base is men. They don't want to buy flat tummy tea. They don't want to buy the rose, you know, little vagina thing. They don't want to buy, you know, none of these things. I, I, I don't understand that part of it. But I think these companies are just being surface leveled and they're just looking at the overall analytics, but really more so just the numbers. Because if they were to dive deeper into the numbers and try to see what the numbers are, they would see that those 220,000 followers that that lady has on Instagram, yeah, at least 150,000 of them are men. And the other rest of those are other females that have their own thing going on anyway. It's not like my little sister following these Instagram models. I talk to girls about some of these girls and they don't even know who they are, right? I'm sitting there talking to one girl about Persephone. A lot of y'all know who Persephone is. She's doing a lot of great things and now she's blowing up. Every girl I've ever mentioned Persephone to don't know who the hell she is. I say Persephone to a man. Oh yeah, you mean thick Beyonce on Instagram? Ooh, boy, she bad, boy. I ain't gonna lie, boy. She she done got bad or two, boy. I'll hit that, boy. They know they know where who she is. They know she live in L.A. They know, you know what I'm saying? They know who she work with. Everything. I talk to a female about. It, they don't know who the hell Persephone is. Right? We've seen this proof with hip hop. This is why female hip hop artists they be in the blogs every day. They got millions of followers. They get millions of likes within two minutes, and yet their album sales be within the hundred thousands or lower. Really, less than that. Really, fifty thousand less or less. Megan Thee Stallion, she keep flopping, right? Why is that? And that's why you see Megan Thee Stallion starting to make more inclusive music. Go look at the features on her last album versus the features on her first album. See what I'm saying? She's starting to realize, okay, I need a couple of men on here. Because no matter how many times these girls come and comment, yes, sis, and you so beautiful, sis, and drive the boat in hot girl summer, they don't want to hear that junk in their car. I bet they got that new little baby album, though. Yeah, yeah. I bet they got that new uh, NBA young boy. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I bet they got that new little Dirk. I bet they got that new Ty Dollar sign. But as much as they worship y'all girls that's rapping, they don't buy your music. <laughs> they don't want to. They don't want to play that stuff, and nobody's stopping them. They ain't nobody putting pressure on them at all. These girls do what they want to do. So if they're not doing it, it's because they don't want to do it. One thing I've learned in life, and it's literally made me cry at one point because of personal situations that women do what they want to do. So if they're not doing something, they don't want to do it. They either don't know to do it, they haven't. They're not being considered enough to do it, or they just simply they know but they don't want to. Women do what they want to do in today's society. All right. They make that very much so known. Uh, so the only people that are signed to Beyonce's record label is Chloe and Halle as a group. And then Chloe and Halle also have individuals there as well. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what exactly do they do? So it says they were founded in 2010 as a production unit for videos and films by American singer and actress Beyonce. It's named after a street in Houston, Texas, where Beyonce once lived. Her first, Parkwood Entertainment's first production was the musical biopic Cadillac Records, which came out in 2008, which was pretty successful, to my knowledge, in which Beyonce, so she really made this for herself. See, and, and matter of fact, here's a quote. She said, I started my own company when I decided to manage myself. So it's a management company, right? 
mind you, Beyonce. Um, so when you think about it, and the reason why I mentioned Beyonce and how there was clearly men very instrumental, because uh, it was her father that got her to go solo. Yes, Tina played a big role in Beyonce's career, but anybody who knows anything knows, and she would tell you this herself if she wanted to admit it. It was her father that made her decide to say, you know what? Because if not, she'd be another girl from the 90s that we remember. Oh, you remember Destiny's Child? Yeah, Destiny's Child. What up? Uh, we probably wouldn't even remember Beyonce, honestly, because we, we we really think Kelly Rowland was the bad one, right? As men, if you talk to a man, we'd be like, Kelly Rowland, oh, that girl, that light-skinned girl, she was kind of bad, too. What, a Beyonce? Yeah, Beyonce and uh, Michelle. Just like when we talk about 3LW, where they at now, right? I think one of them is on power. Naturi, I believe, was a part of 3LW. But when we look at all these female groups like from the 90s, they, none of them are really still on top of things, no matter, no matter how talented they were. TLC even told us that they were broke, right? Left Eye, matter of fact, the year that Left Eye died, she moved into my neighborhood. Left Eye used to live behind behind us in Stone Mountain when I was a kid. When she died, I went up there, I, I met her while she was alive, yeah, but she lived so close to me, I, I, I knew her mom when I was a child. Left Eye wasn't rich. She lived in the same neighborhood as us, and we didn't live in a poor neighborhood, but we didn't live in a rich neighborhood either. Right, so beyond left eye died a regular middle class person, if anything, you know what I'm saying? And she lived with her mother and her brother. I don't know, I really think they lived with her, but you know, nonetheless, it didn't really work out, right? And rest in peace to her. I'm always gonna have a place in my heart for left eye specifically because of her story and the fact that she was the first celebrity I ever met, <laughs> you know, and she was so nice to us, little kid. We used to go up there to her house and stuff. She, I would see her on the. I used to see her on the balcony playing the guitar. It was really like epic for me because I always was into music. So I was like, wow, like there's an actual. Well, look, you want to do music one day, and look, there's a musician. And I would go in the bathroom in my mom's bathroom because it was in the back of the house. You could see it, and I would sit there and watch Left Eye sit on her. She had like a, a balcony kind of, and it was like covered with, um, you know, like net, like 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 a porch. Like it wasn't like out in the open like there was a net around it but you could still see into the net and I'll see her back there um singing or playing the guitar so you know Beyonce wouldn't have this if a man didn't push her in the direction of becoming the singer that she is now not to mention Beyonce has been with the same dude now for how long since Chloe and Bailey was probably even born right so um it's a management company it's safe to say it says in 2015, Parkwood expanded into managing the careers of upcoming artists Chloe and Halle, uh, Sophie Beam, and Ingrid. So I don't know, those are some other girls. Um, and this was last edited two days ago. So this is all this is all very relevant and probably very factual, right? So that's Columbia. I mean, excuse me, that's Parkwood. That's her. That's their management, right? But they're getting their distribution, right? Because think about it. A manager in the in the music industry basically is just shopping you around. That don't mean anybody got to actually do anything with you, right or wrong, right? I've actually tried to manage an artist before, and you know I felt like he was talented. He had a, he had the the image, and I angled as more I could have did, and I did give up on him at one point. Where I really say he gave up on himself first, then I gave up on him. However, you know, um, and then me and him had an altercation as well where he wasn't focused, you know, he, he was forgetting all the things I was doing for him, and he wanted to go and do simple stuff, you know, we'll just say street street activities and 
be focused on little ten dollars. You know, I'm like, bro, forget that. Like, let's just come on. I, I'm I'm gonna pay for everything. I pay for everything. And I would wear I wore suits. I had us in the black trucks. Like, but the thing about it is this: I can only do but so much. If these people don't want to sign you, my dude. They don't want to sign you. If they don't, if they don't want to cash you into this movie, they just don't want to cash into this movie. Now, when you have Beyonce running around as your manager, I mean, you gonna get something, right? Because she, see, the thing about the beautiful thing about Beyonce is she doesn't have any artists under her. So when she's saying, "Hey, I'm bringing y'all this person," it has credibility. When Diddy says something, it's like, "Nigga, you done had a million artists you tried to bring to us, and none of them were successful." Partially because of you, but I would say 80% because of him. But he's a terrible manager. Like he's one of the most famous people I probably would never sign to. Like, like it's like, yo, you big, and I still don't sign you. I rather sign this. I rather sign a uh, what's that dude on Love and Hip Hop? Was it Rich Dollars? Yeah, Rich Dollars than sign to him, right? But when Beyonce, it's like it's, it's when you a Beyonce type person on a caliber like that. Anybody you bring is going to pop because not just because you're Beyonce, but because you don't really bring people up. So if you're bringing somebody up, it's because you really believe in them. So now we're going to be like, hold on. This person must be talented if Beyonce signed in there. How many women could Beyonce possibly have signed in the last 30 years? Right. So Columbia Records. Right. I'm pretty sure we already know. Founded by a man named Edward Easton. The CEO right now has been the CEO since September 1st, 2006. Rob Stringer. I think it's safe to say. Uh, hold on. Let me see. Right, they're responsible for acts like BTS, Lil TJ, Polo G, Harry Styles, Beyonce, XXX Tentacion, Shakira. You know the kid Leroy. They're, they're responsible for a lot of people here, right? It's safe to say that I'm gonna guess. I don't know. Chloe could always correct me um, if she felt like correcting me or somebody else who knows any better that I'm pretty sure the A&Rs that were responsible or if Beyonce went over to A&Rs or whoever to, it was men that brought Chloe into Columbia Records. And at the end of the day, I know for a fact that a man had a say, enough of a say to say, no, we don't want these people at our label, right? And not to mention, it's probably more than likely a man signing those checks that keep them floating in nice jewelry and, and personal trainers and nutritionists and things like that to stay looking good and healthy and doing their thing, right? So Chloe Bailey also, let's keep going. So now we know that her whole career, you know, was helped out through her, uh, through men, right? The, 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 the background of her career, which is where I think a lot of them forget that you might be able to stand in the forefront by yourself, which is cool. But there's always a man in the background. There's always a man in the background that is really making things happen, right? Uh, I'm trying to find out where did I see that? Okay, so here we are, Chloe Bailey's page, her, her Wikipedia page, where it says that they're, y'all ready for this? You ready for this man? Okay. Because she didn't say boyfriend or y'all niggas I'll be dating. She said men. Very general, right? They don't like when we get general with them, but she got very general with us, right? Okay. She generalized us, right? So it says here that their dad began teaching them how to write songs at the ages of 10 and 8. 
Then they launched a YouTube channel at the ages of 13 and 11 where they had a cover of Beyonce's Best Thing I Ever Had. Now, once Be- these covers went famous, that's when that's when Beyonce decided to grab these two girls and put them on to put them in the industry, right? And then eventually signed them, obviously. Eventually, she signed them to Parkwood, right? So, it was her father that literally gave them the ultimate gift. And I've even used my, I'll even use an example for my own life, and I'm not even a female. For a long time, I gave my mom all the credit of my life. Then I realized the most important part of my life, right? The thing that literally taught me to be the person that I am today, the person that you guys listen to on Raw Sex, the person that is going to develop into whatever I develop into, whether I become a preacher, a rapper, a uh, seminars. I'm always going to use my voice somehow. I got my analytical ways from my father. I got my taste in music from my father. At the end of the day, the core root of who Chloe and Bailey are is singers. They have definitely managed to very shortly, and I I, I salute them for it. They have managed to spread their wings into being thespians. However, the core of them is music. And according to what I'm reading here, the core of the music, right? The songwriting of it to where they can make their own music, which gives them more money, more credit, more everything, right? And maybe, who knows? For all we know, they probably wrote songs for other artists as well, right? Usually artists write, the artists who write their own music write songs for other artists who can't write their own music, who only know how to sing and perform. These girls know how to sing and perform on their own, right? I'll give them their credit. I don't know who taught them how to sing. I don't think, I don't know. I don't know how to sing, so I don't know. But last time I checked, you don't really get taught how to sing. You might get taught how to sing better, but you get your voice from yourself, right? Um, the thing about it is this. Um, who taught you how to organize what you were already doing all over the place? And when I say all over the place, I mean disorganized. Was their dad. Their dad taught them that. Their dad taught them that. So it's safe to say the complete foundation that you stand on, Chloe Bailey, was created by men. So you may not feel the direct line. You think you've done everything by yourself and you think that only Beyonce and your sister are the people to thank. But I promise you that if it wasn't for the men involved on the back end, Right, the men who push Beyonce, and this is this is a universal thing, right? The stars align, the stars align for Beyonce, so the stars could align for you, right? You you yourself attribute most of your success to Beyonce, right? Okay, so how did Beyonce become Beyonce? Why didn't she just be another washed-up singer from the '90s? How did she manage to float all these years? What is the? I mean, even to the point where she has music that I personally feel like wouldn't exist if it wasn't for men. Straight up, the whole Lemonade album. I listened. I also listened to the Beyonce, Beyonce album, where she sang very specifically about things involving men. Truthfully, if men weren't the dogs, as some of y'all say, y'all wouldn't even have no good songs. So, in, unintentionally, 
intentionally, behind the scenes, in your face, it's still men. See, we have no problem thanking the women in our lives. As men, we will thank women for basically doing nothing but simply being there half the time. LeBron James gives all his credit to his mother. I've never known. I know. Here's the thing that's sad about it. I know LeBron James' mother's name, but I don't know the name of his coach who actually taught him when you dribble the ball, you might want to bend your knees a little bit more. Come on. Arch that wrist a little bit. Flick that wrist more. Right? And it was the basketball that made LeBron James the man he is. And the only people I ever see LeBron James think is his wife and his mother. So we have no problem as men not only thanking women and giving them credit for things that they really honestly didn't have nothing to do with. However, we don't even give credit to the men who directly help us with our goals. Men are the most unprotected and disrespected group of beings on this planet. And those black women specifically, they're not going to like that I just said that because they love holding on to those two things. But we don't even have to cry about it and whine about it because as men, we're taught that that's just life. You go out there, you'll be the best father, you'll be the best husband, you'll be the best, best friend, you'll be the best coach, the best mentor. And these people, male and female, are going to go turn around and give all the credit to themselves and women. We do it to God every day. People run around and tell me, I'm self-made. You ain't no self-made. I'm self-made. I'm a self-made millionaire. No, you're not. We do it every day. I broke this habit. I changed my ways. I, 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 me, 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 me. We don't get no credit. I mean, let, 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 let me just say it again for you just because it didn't hit you in the chest yet. LeBron James, who has, yes, he's known for a lot of things now, but the root of who he is, he wouldn't be nobody. He'd be another nigga in Cleveland if it wasn't for what? Basketball, right? Do you think it was his mom out there teaching him how to shoot them balls? Yes, she probably drove him to his practice. Yes, she probably paid the fees for him to be on the team because from what I read, his father wasn't even in his life. But it doesn't matter if she paid the fees, if the coach didn't see something special in him and take him to the side. That's what creates NBA players, by the way. Okay? You ask any serious NBA player, any serious golfer, any serious athlete, and they'll tell you, yeah, they practice with all the other people around their area, but they also got special acknowledgement as well. Right? You see it with Serena and Venus. You see it with Tiger Woods. You see it with Michael Jordan. You see it with these people had to do more than just the basic go to practice from six to seven o'clock every every night on a weeknight. No, they had to they had to wake up at six o'clock in the morning as well. And there's usually a man that was driving them to do that. See, shout out to Serena and Venus Williams because they went and made a movie about their life. And they said, you know what? We're not going to make a movie about our life. Even though we're these huge, big tennis players, the whole world knows our name. People look up to us, male and female, right? Everybody looks up to them in some way, right? We all can look, learn something from these, from these women, right? They want to dedicate it to their dad. Because these are women who, even in modern times, still recognize that at the end of the day, men are important too. Keyword there really was two. It doesn't, it doesn't behoove you 
to act the way you guys act. And, and you know what? Something else. The problem with a lot of y'all, you think in order to exalt yourselves, you have to humble men. You can't win and get your shine if you don't have to put down men or act like men didn't exist. I don't think that any successful person that we look at that has give credit to anyone, male or female, we've taken away from their credit just because they gave credit to someone else. Right? We've never looked at Michael Jackson when he said he thanks his father and the Jackson 5 and, you know, uh, what's the name of that one dude that was uh, Quincy Jones, I think his name was. When he, when he thanks these people that helped him in his career and opened doors for him that he could not open on his own and would not have opened on his own. It doesn't make us look at him like, oh, well, maybe he's not the king of pop. Maybe he's just a prince because he said Quincy. No, we still be like, that's the king of pop. He one of the best artists ever lived, Right. You see what I'm saying? We Some people even say Chris Brown wouldn't be able to dance as good as he do if it wasn't for Michael Jackson. Does that mean that we look at Chris Brown and be like, he's not one of the best dancers we've ever seen? Actually, most of us say, yeah, Michael Jackson taught him, but he succeeded his master because he's way better of a dancer than Michael Jackson was. Right? So when you when you think about it, I don't know why there's this need to um, from women to put us down to lift themselves up. Because if we were to move like that, they would call us a lot of very deep names, Right? I mean, these are, these are names that are so deeply rooted into the fabric of our society. It's like, how could you even label one person a misogynist when you really think deeply about it? How could you pull the word patriarchy and throw it in one man's face because he didn't give credit to a woman? And y'all know what a woman did behind him. Y'all will sit up there and be mad that a man didn't give credit to his wife. A man who's the CEO of a company that he had to get up every day. And at the end of the day, wife or no wife, if he didn't go sign those papers and if he didn't make the right decisions and he didn't, he would not be the CEO of Microsoft, period. Period. It wasn't Melinda. It was Bill. Y'all don't hear me, though. Y'all don't hear me, though. But at the end of the day, I bet money Bill Gates would still give a lot of credit to her before he even named one of those dudes who helped him build them computers when he first was making them. We know Melinda's name, but we don't know now. One name, everybody listening right now, you know who Melinda Gates is, right? From from the Bill Gates family? Can you name one man that helped Bill Gates build the company that he built? No, you can't. You can't name one. You'd have to go Google it right now. You probably won't find anything. Everybody know LeBron James? What's his, what's his wife's name? Savannah, right? What's the name of his high school basketball coach? Who probably talked to the scouts who put him in college. What's the name of his college basketball coach? Some of y'all LeBron James fans, you don't even know the answer to that, do you? What's the name of his college basketball coach? Hmm. I hope Ronnie, his son, don't grow up and be like, I thank my mama. Nigga, you better thank your daddy. It's the only reason why we even know who you is. He ain't that far. I mean, he good, but he ain't that far. He's really, he really a regular high standard basketball player. Like, the thing about it is this. This is what I'm trying to show you. They can't ever, we don't ever get the chance to name nobody else. We have to, we have to thank the woman. Even when a woman, all she really did was just stay around. She didn't actually, and I'm not knocking them for that. I'm just simply saying, I don't expect them to do, be out there shooting basketballs with young LeBron. However, it's not like he give credit to these men either. Every other chance he get, he just thanked his girlfriend, I mean his wife, just a couple days ago. You know, so it's just like 
every chance he gets, literally, he's thanking these two women, his mother and his wife. But once again, we should, we, I think LeBron James is the Michael Jordan of this generation as far as just the full spectrum. I mean, apparently they feel the same way because they gave him Space Jam, right? So my whole thing is this. How does the Michael Jordan of this generation, we don't know his coach's name. What about the mentors he probably had? What about those people, those teachers who probably let him pass a few classes that he, they know they should have failed him in? You feel me? So he didn't have to not play ball. What about those people? So there was no, okay, you didn't have your dad in your life. There was no man down the street, Mr. Jenkins, somebody who kept giving you motivational speeches or something every time you felt like giving up, every time you thought about going hanging out with those thugs down the street. He from Cleveland, right? I know he had a couple gangsters around the way. Like, ain't no man said, nah, come on, man. Nah, we're going to the park today. Look, don't worry about them. Focus on me. Shoot that ball. Right? We don't, we don't think about that? That person don't matter? And we see this as a current, concurrent, reoccurrent theme in today's society. And then the women feel the need to go out of their way to say, men think that we need them. I I don't think that you need me, baby girl, or nor does probably any other man. But what I will say is this. We don't have to think that. The proof is already there. Because stars align for you to become the person that you become. And those stars align through the hands of men, whether you want to see it that way or not. I didn't make it that way. It just is what it is. And I don't see a huge plethora of women running to have infrastructure. I don't. Because too many of y'all want to be the center of the show. So I don't see too many women running to be behind the scenes and creating more platforms or institutions, foundational institutions, excuse me, that would one day maybe we could look at a girl's career and say, no, I don't I don't see not one man involved. The sad part about it is some female out there is so feminist, she's listening right now like, well, I'm going to be that woman. Why do you feel the need to create a world where you can have a female and there's, it's like, it's like you guys go into these proving points to the point where you literally lose yourself. You lose yourself, you lose your identity, your whole identity, everything you do is now surrounded still by men. At that point, we're still in control of your life because you've literally built a whole life just to prove something to men. I mean, I'd be upset if my whole life you know, yeah, I became successful, but I only did it to show my, 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 show to the girls who rejected me that, look, look, look what I did, like, damn, so what happens once I get there? You lose sight, because you've already, now that you've, your only goal was never to become someone in life, it was just to become someone in life, just to show that those girls who rejected you, you know what I'm saying, or, or the men who disrespected you, like, you know, like, you, you so at the end of the day, like, you're, you're always going to have to somewhat go through men and women but why take away from the men that were there when it's usually the men that are behind the paperwork that allow you to be the superstar that you are and once again you don't see a lot of women running to have their own thing you see a few of them doing that yes I can name probably the few of them that we all would know off the top of their head but you don't really see too many of them doing that look at it this way almost every male rapper even when he's still a little baby in the rap game get a record label Lil Baby have Lil Baby came in the game with 4PF. 21 Savage has Slaughter Gang. He's now signing people. He just signed someone that I know of. I don't want to say I know. I don't like to say I know people when I just talk to them a few times, right? So it's real. It's real life. 
almost every rapper, Terror Squad, Fat Joe, 50 Cent, G-Unit, uh, before Rock Nation, he still had Rockefeller, Jay-Z and Dame and them. So like, but look at the female. What's the name of Megan Thee Stallion's record label again? What about the lovely Cardi B? And I love Cardi B, but what's the name of her record label again? So y'all not in no rush to go get your own things. What's Nicki Minaj's record label called again? Huh? Look, Beyonce got one for herself. <laughs> and then she decided, okay, I could extend the olive branch to these three other artists. But she got one. She made it for herself. I just read it to you. I read her quote. That was her quote. That wasn't me. That wasn't her friend. That was what Beyonce said. So at the end of the day, you guys haven't even, you, 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 you complain so much about what men do and what you live your whole lives for men. You don't even realize it. That whether we want to be or don't want to be, we're still in control because you're obsessed with us. You're obsessed with trying to prove a point to men and try to show the world that you don't need men. It's to the point where it's like, are you, do you even want to be a singer or do you want to just show the world that you can be a singer without uh, having a man? Then what happens once you accomplish that? You won't have a passion in singing no more because you've lost your true passion before you ever became a man, an anti-man, go to war with men, man competitor, however you look at it feminist you wanted to sing because you like singing now it's this it's just it's this sport of showing men something and it's the same thing i told you guys about the trans you guys are so worried about what heterosexual masculine men are doing matter of fact i'll remove heterosexual and just say what masculine men are doing that you don't even realize that once a man puts on a dress and a wig he can now infiltrate all your sacred spaces including your bathrooms so you still trying to kill men or hashtag kill all men. Y'all remember that? That Instagram allowed that for years, right? Which you know they would never allow hashtag kill all women, right? Um, yeah, kill all men and destroy the fabric of men and emasculate them and make fun of them and try to put them down so you can feel better, right? And act like you don't need us and things like that and you could do without us. When studies have shown that that's just not true, Right? In the process of that, what you failed to realize was that there were still men now not only coming into your world and making you look terrible, by the way, right? But also now taking over spaces of yours that masculine men never wanted. We never wanted to play in y'all basketball teams. We never wanted to be on y'all swim competitions. We never wanted to be and play in y'all's movie roles. We never wanted to be in your bathroom. So you traded in, I guess you could say, one devil for a worse one? Huh? You jumped from one pot to a kettle? I mean, you're still burning. Like, you see what I'm saying? So it's like, no matter how much you... At some point, you guys are going to have to just accept it. This is a world with men and women for a reason. We balance each other out. My strengths are your weaknesses. Your your strengths are my weaknesses. Like, we need each other, whether we're gay, straight, rich or poor, black or white. And if you just accept that, you'll start to really actually live a real life of what maybe true feminism is supposed to look like. Because if I had to guess, I don't think true feminism would be being so obsessed with men that everywhere you turn, all you have in your mouth is men. You go become a lesbian to show the world that, you know, you know, we don't really, we really don't need men. And you hate men because one of them molested you or raped you. And the first thing you do is go dress like a man and go grab a penis shaped object in order for you to enjoy having sex called a dildo, a strap-on, a vibrator. It's like, no matter how much you try to run, you can't run. But see, this is a part of the curse that the Bible speaks about. You will always wish to rule over 
ultimately men, it says husband, but ultimately men, but they will always rule over you. And I don't think that's because when God made that curse, he wanted men to always be looking to rule over you. It's just, it's going to always happen. That's what it is. It's just always going to happen. You talk about, you can raise a kid by yourself. And women, of all people who love to use statistics when they benefit them, should know that the statistics are against you in single parenthood. And you know who they're really more against? Your children. So selfishly, you would raise your child by choice without a father knowing the very blatant risks of that. And no, these risks aren't just for little black boys, for all you white women out there listening. These risks are for every kid, male and female, raised without a father. There are statistics behind this, and you don't like statistics when they don't benefit you, but you love to spew them when they do. So there are statistics. You, do, you can look them up. I'm, I don't have them pulled up right now. I can if, I, if you want me to. But there are statistics that prove that the odds are against not you. Well, yes, you too, but more so your children. So that just shows you how selfish these women are. And it's the reason why I say, you know, some one part of me is like, definitely, I'm not pro-life. I mean, I'm not pro-choice. But at the same time, I, I start looking at life a little differently now. Like, you know what? Any woman who wants an abortion, I think she should get one. Because I'd rather her get one than she'd be a mom. If you're the type of person that gets pregnant and the first thing you think is to kill something that's inside of your body. As you're living because someone did not kill you inside of theirs. I don't I don't want you to have a child. If you think that if you're the type of woman that's like, I can raise my kids by myself. I didn't have a dad and, and my kids don't need a dad either. Knowing and okay, how do you how do you how are you an educated woman and you don't know? The statistics against children who are raised without a father in their household. Okay? Knowing these things. And you keep telling yourself, I can do it by myself. I can do it by myself. You meet a good guy, you don't care. He wants to be stepdad, you don't care. Right? Knowing these things. Any woman who meets a great guy as a single mother and you reject him and he wants to marry you. And he makes decent money. He's good looking. He's a great role model. You're, I mean, you deserve anything that comes to you in my opinion. I don't, I don't want to say what that is. But if them kids grow up and they want to go and run up in a gang or something, that's on you, man. You could have had a father for him, right? But you wanted to be stiff. You wanted to play hardball. You thought you could do it by yourself. The odds are against you. You can't look at the few people who win when majority of them lose. And it's crazy. Y'all look at the few people who win and you don't even realize the exception of these people. You'll look at LeBron James and be like, well, LeBron James, mom raised him. He seemed just fine to me. LeBron James is a superior basketball player. Your son is not superior at anything. You know that. You know that. So stop playing. But, you know, you guys will go against the grain until it's too late. Then you want, guess who you turn to to pick up all the pieces when they shatter? Let's keep it real. You turn to men. Because we do all the hard jobs in this world. So when you're looking for the police... When you're looking for a lawyer, when you're looking for real estate, a construction, something to be built, anything like that, a mechanic, a plumber, you're going to probably run into a man. So you don't think you need men to win? Okay. So what do you think would happen right now if all men seriously decided to fully give up on women? And we won't sign you. 
We won't be your college professor. We won't let you into our colleges that we have full say of who gets in and who doesn't get in. We won't hire you. Right? What are y'all going to be doing? Because most of the most of the women that are running anything are running restaurants and hair salons. So if you don't want to cook and you don't want to do hair, it's not going to be too many things for you to do. I mean, almost every major business is the CEO is a man. So if men were decided we're done with women completely and we really decided to do that, where do you stand? You wouldn't have to even go that deep into it. What if all car mechanics say, you know what? They think that we're nothing. They think that we're just disposable. They think that we're nothing. Well, fine. Then what are you going to do? Think about that today, ladies. What would you do without men? If the male cop said, mm, you're on your own, call a woman. See what time of year we're all sex and I'm out.